Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Aljamain Sterling, who just saw his training partner, his friend, his brother, Barab Devalishvili, defeat Piotr Jan in their fight this past weekend. And man, there have been <laughs> photos circulating online of Aljamain's face as he's looking at Marab while Marab is talking about Aljo's the real champ, this and that discussing what's going to happen for the future and man you can't help but to think what's going on in Aljamain Sterling's mind because he is in a situation with Marab right now that was going to be coming at some point and now we're finally here he is the champion and Marab is basically the number one contender and neither guy wants to fight each other which is nice it's very loyal to the partnership, the partnership, like they're they're married, nah, to the brotherhood. Uh, that's great, but for Aljamain, it really makes me think, what's next for this guy? Because it's a tough situation that he's in. He's the champion, he has a fight coming up against Henry Cejudo. If he defends his belt against Henry Cejudo, huge, because not only is it over a name like Henry Cejudo, I get it, Henry hasn't been fighting for years now, but I feel like Henry is still a solid fighter despite the long layoff. So if Aljamain was to defeat him, it would be a huge win. And also his third title defense against some former champions, big name former champions and Piotr Jan, TJ Dillashaw, and then Henry Cejudo. Like, that's pretty impressive. And it's funny because you see that list of fighters, Piotr Jan, the rematch, people were saying... Oh, Aljamain didn't really win that close fight, but I think Piotr win. Piotr won. And then TJ Dillashaw fight. TJ was injured, so it's like, that's not a true win. Um, Aljamain didn't really win that fight because TJ was going into that fight with an injury, so we can't count, count that. And then if Aljamain beats Henry Cejudo, I could already see the excuses coming. Oh, Henry Cejudo is not the same anymore. He's older. He, the game has past him and Aljamain basically beat a past his prime Henry Cejudo so it's impressive on paper just based on name value but then when you dissect it people are gonna be like ah it's not that impressive even though getting three title defenses is not gonna be the record as a UFC bantamweight champion and <laughs> it's crazy that Aljo could potentially be at that spot considering that this was a guy who won his belt by disqualification and many people said, oh, he's going to lose it right away. He's a fake champ. He's an actor. And now he's at a point where he can go down as one of the best bantamweights of all time. So it's just funny how this game works. And I can't give enough credit to Aljamain Sterling because even though he gets all this hate, he still perseveres and gets to the top. So if he beats Henry Cejudo, that would be huge. But man... If he beats Henry Cejudo, what's next for him? Because he's in, like I said, a tough spot with Marab as the number one contender. Who will Aljamain fight next? And Marab said, oh, the plan is that um, Aljo wants to vacate his belt and then move up to 145. And man, that's just, I don't know, man. I feel like that's such an unfavorable move for Aljamain Sterling, because not only does he relinquish his 135 pound belt, but then he moves up to 145. And I'll do respect to Aljo, but 
I don't see him beating Alexander Volkanovsky. I think Alex is just too good of a fighter. And I don't think Aljo has any threat to him when it comes to the two fighting each other. So I don't think it's a good move for him to move up to 145. Maybe he'll find some success there against other fighters. But when it comes to the champion Volkanovsky, I think that's too tough of a fight for him. So even if he wins this fight against Henry Cejudo, he's going to have to move up and relinquish his belt. And does he truly want to do that? I feel like no. And that's why when I see this photo of Aljamain staring down Marab as Marab is explaining, oh, Aljo is my brother. He's the real champion, but he'll move up and give me the chance uh, to fight for the belt. I just can't help but to think this isn't what Aljamain Sterling truly wants because it's not favorable for him whatsoever. Because, look, even let's say he loses this fight to Henry Cejudo and Henry becomes the new champion. Okay, loss about that sucks. But is Aljamain going to stay at 135 after that? There's a better chance because then he could fight another contender and find his way back to the top. But let's say... Marab in that time becomes the champion then we're in a situation where Marab is the champ and then Aljamain Sterling can't fight for the belt he'll just be a gatekeeper for the division right now it seems like Marab is a gatekeeper for the division the guy's on a nine fight win streak and hasn't fought for the belt yet it's insane to me um and now I just see Aljamain being in that position it's hard man it must be hard for this entire team that they have two of the best bantamweights in the world and they don't want to fight each other. They are loyal to just having one guy at the top and one guy being a gatekeeper of the division. Kind of reminds me of like Ricky Bobby and Cal. What's his last name? Cal. I'm just going to say Cal, but kind of like Talladega Nights where Ricky Bobby's always got to be the winner and then his friend is the second place guy. That's the shake and bake. It's a shake and bake situation between Aljo and Marab right now, but if Aljo loses his belt, he could stay at 135, be the gatekeeper, and honestly, if I was him, I'd be like, oh, I hope Marab doesn't become the champion, because if he doesn't, then I could actually have a chance to reclaim my belt, but if he does, tough spot for Aljo, and I just feel like if that would be the case, Aljo would move up to 145 anyways, because it's like, what else is there to do? Who who wants to just be a gatekeeper for the division while his friend, his training partner, his brother is at the top of the division? They're not going to fight. So he wants to continue his career. I could see him just moving up to 145 regardless. So win or lose against Henry Cejudo, I think this is Aljamain Sterling's last fight at bantamweight in the UFC. So it's a weird spot for him right now because it's kind of like he's being forced out of the division, even though he doesn't really have to leave. He could continue defending his belt if he beats Henry Cejudo. He has favorable matchups in Sean O'Malley, which honestly would be a huge fight for him if he took that one. I think that's the best option if Marab doesn't get the next title shot. And I I honestly don't think that would be the case unless Aljamate Aljamain vacates his belt. I think if Aljamain wins and stays as the champion, Sean O'Malley is going to get the title shot over Marab. Because like I said in my last video, 
Sean O'Malley is the fan favorite. The UFC likes the guy. They don't want to wait any longer for Sean to not be fighting for the title. They want to get him into a title fight as soon as possible. They're not going to do a number one contender bout between Sean and Marab. That's just too risky for the UFC to do. So if Aljamain remains as the champion after fighting Henry Cejudo, I could see him fighting Sean O'Malley. And that's a very favorable fight for Aljamain Sterling because of the ground game. So that is a reason as to why I think Aljamain will stay at 135 as opposed to going up to 145. And to be honest, I I hope he does that just for the sake of him and his career. I get that he wants to be loyal to his friend, but at the same time, he's got to look out for himself. And then in the meantime, Marab will have to fight probably the winner of Corey Sandhagen versus Marlon Chito Vera, which is also a tough fight, but I guess it is what it is. And honestly, it feels like Marab wouldn't mind if that was the case, which kudos to him. That's a, a very loyal guy because if I was in Marab's position and I'm not getting a title shot right now, I'd be upset. The best chance for Marab to get a title shot right now is if he fought for the vacant belt against Sean O'Malley after Aljamain vacates his belt and moves up to 145. But is Aljamain going to do that? I don't think so. And I also just don't think it's a good idea if he does. So overall, this is just such a messy situation. In a way, I kind of do wish they just fought each other because what a storyline it would be. Two of the best bantamweights in the world who trains, who train with each other and then they have to fight for gold. It's like, wow. How beautiful would that be? And I could already see Matt Serra would be in Marab's corner. Ray Longo would be in Aljamain Sterling's. And I don't know, man. I think it would be good. And also, I just don't think it would be like a beef type of situation where it's like, I hate this guy or I hate this guy. If it becomes that, even better for selling a pay-per-view. But I just don't even think it would. I think they should just do it for the sake of friendly competition. But at the same time, I understand if they don't want to do it because they're loyal to being training partners, being brothers. So very, very tough situation for Aljamain, Marab, and the entire Ray Longo, Matt Serra team. I don't know how it's going to work out for both fighters to be happy in the end. I think it would be sad if Aljamain has to vacate his belt for the sake of Marab having a shot at the title. But also, I think it would be sad if Aljamain keeps his belt after defeating Henry Cejudo and then Marab having to wait for a title shot. So I think the best situation, I don't know. I I wouldn't even say the best situation is if Aljo loses his belt, because like I said, I don't think Marab is going to get a title shot against Henry Cejudo afterwards. I think it's going to be Henry versus Sean because that's the matchup that's been bubbling over the past year or so. So and the UFC likes Sean and will definitely give him that title shot. So even then, I think Marab is still going to have to wait. So, man, very, very tough situation. But what do you think? What is going to happen for Aljamain Sterling? What is going to happen for Marab Duvalishvili? But that's all out for now. So I'll see you in my next one. Bye-bye.